Yeah, this is DJ Vic Smooth, the host of the show, and I got my other host with me, which is REA and Billy Ball and Juvie Rocks, y'all. The name of the show is called TV Cafe, and it goes down every Thursday from 3 to 5 on Fishbowl Radio Network. And you can also check it out at the website, fbrn.us. Studios at Global Life Park, Arlington, Texas. So definitely come and check us out, y'all, because it's going to be live every Thursday, and it's always going down. So be sure to log in each week from 3 to 5, TV Cafe, and it's going down every Thursday. Come through and jump in, y'all. Well, you know what what time it is. You know it's the Lyrical Thursday. You know what I'm saying? You You got your groups, got different groupies. You know what I'm saying? You got your group mates. You know what I'm saying? You got your TikTok followers, your TikTok fans, and you know, we just we just do the damn thing every Thursday, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no more lyrical introduction more than this because we come through and we give y'all the ultimate. We give you the ultimate two hours. We give you the real body, the real, the real conjunction of hip hop and definitely just in general with the real life talk. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the realest, livest hip-hop shows where it doesn't have to be rehearsed doesn't have to be practiced we do it live and direct on time and we come through with some real situations you know i mean for 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 all the people that tune in and check us out you know what i'm saying and the likes and the loves that we get you know today's show is going to be epic because you know i had a few people ask me like yo vic man i think you should do this with the show and do it like do this kind of subject and do that subject you know what I'm saying? I right, and 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 the thing is, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's definitely here. You know what I'm saying? And looking at the longevity we have, you know what I'm saying, and and how we keep it going. You know, right now we got we got the man that's going to be on here for a year and a month, getting ready to start. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, sir. And. You know, this is what we do, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We always celebrate. We always talk the real live and direct talk. I am your host, DJ Vic Smooth. We're about to open this up. You know what I'm saying? My other co-hosts are. Yo, and the movie producer of this cog, this awesome machine, the original Water Bay, Kevy Care, the movie producer, music video producer, film writer, thanks to REA and everybody else on the TV Cafe show. I got scripts oh, yeah. just... Now the writer strike is now that the writer strike is over, I can get yes. back to work. Yes. I know, I know. Hey, I, I didn't get no presentation like that. Yo, 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 yo. It's hardcore right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, <bring> it in. <laughs> I, yo, I, yo, I, mean, I had to give you a shout out though, man. You know, you give me all these concepts, all these ideas. I mean, you know, I say, I, I say, you know, with the, the notebook, I, the, I, the notebook got the little pad I had. It ran out of paper. You know, I was doing some cleaning up. Man, first of all, what's first of all, what's going on, my brothers? First of all, first and foremost. Oh man, we good, man. You know, I'm sitting here. You know, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying, and just enjoying the ride, enjoying another day here on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Just, just appreciate. We happy to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. You you know, you know, I'm I'm a kind of suspect that for a second the way you said that because you know even though. he does talk like that, you know what I'm saying? Because you know that was kind of suspect in the words that how you how you, how you announced it for. Uh, we, we happy to be here because we are alive. Let me let me finish it. I just said you, <laughs> you know I just gotta mess with you. You know, uh, you know I gotta mess with you. You know what I'm saying? But black brothers, hey, this you know, Harlem Nights. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Harlem Nights. 
You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I got a great, 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 quick topic to bring up. I know, I know, Kev gonna have fun with this because I, I, I already know. Hang on, as soon hang as on, I say on. it, hold that thought just for a second. Let me say this before we start. Uh, I want to send a prayer shout out, DB Cafe, and we we talked about this earlier. Big shout out to Lazy Bone out there. Crazy bone, crazy bone, crazy bone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy bone, bone. Yeah, he's okay. struggling right now. You know that he had two surgeries, uh, and uh, wow. it's not looking, it's not, it's not looking good because he went in for bleeding at the mouth, and they had to do surgery real quick on him. I know he got some type of cancer, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying they got they did two rush back to back surgeries on him. But the prayers are still up, man, and then they saying it's not really looking so good. But you know everybody that's out there, hip hop fan, crazy bone is going through some real rough stuff right now at the moment so you know definitely want to give the prayers up for him you know what i'm saying because you know what i'm saying he's brought a lot to the table with you know what i'm saying bone thugs and harmony and you know what i'm saying that's that's oh. the crew right there so you know definitely send up the big shout outs and the def- definitely yeah. the big prayers tv tv cafe got love tv cafe all the way you know what i'm saying um but this topic Okay. You know what I'm, I'm saying? It's, it's, I'm buckled up. It's, I'm buckled up. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Let me so, get my holy water. Let me get my holy water. <laughs> <laughs> I got my. I, yo, I'm already so, prepared. I stay ready this way. I gotta get ready. I'm on, right now. <laughs> on on on, on <laughs> the drink champs. Hold on, on the drink champs. Last week, special yeah. Ed was on there on the interview. Yeah, yeah. Special Ed called out NWA for some stuff. I. Like I said, it's a, it's a mixed situation, but he called out because, you know, his album came out after the fact because they came out in 88. He didn't come out to 1989. But, you know, he said when he first got on board and got on deck with hip hop in his first album, he said his album would have sold more if N.W.A. wouldn't came out so crucial and for the gangster rap. And, you know, the song, you know, because he was like, look, look at the kids now. Look at where hip hop is now. And. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, you know, he said to where hip-hop is today. Mm-hmm. Now, your comments on that. Do you think Special Ed would have sold even though N.W.A. would have came out or not? This, this is why I said Kev's going to have fun with this one. There's no way <laughs> Special Ed could have done what N.W.A. did. Special Ed with Mr. Ed, the horse, <laughs> couldn't have done the numbers that NWA did. See, I mean, I, he I, said he was You see, why you want to do that to a brother, man? I mean, why? I mean, because I was like, it was a good topic. We got to talk about it because, you know, Exhibit mm-hmm. called Special Ed out on some stuff, but he was on the Drunken Champs last week, Drink Champs last week, and he was like, yo, he was like, look at how hip hop is now. He was like, yo, NWA bringing the gangster rap, you know, and, you know, he said for our kids, and I understand certain parts for the kids, but it's like, yo, he said, yo, the song F the Police, he was like, yo, he said, we said it. We said it in the neighborhood, but we ain't put it on record. Mm-hmm. But real honesty, when NWA came out with that song, they was talking about the police brutality that they were viewing and that they seen. And that's what happened to them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking them for it. But they was talking about different things where, <clears throat> you know, it wasn't it wasn't a colorblind thing. It was like, yo, it's us versus us. And that's why they said what about what they said about the police, where, you know what I'm saying, where, where, where L.A., there was black cops that was racial profile in their own kind. Right. And, yo, nephew, um, we, we say this pretty much on every show 
the rap that come, came out in that era, they sent the message about how they, what they was going through. Case in point, NWA, mm-hmm. in the violence on black on black violence, you know, with the police. You know, these rappers out here today, I'm sorry. Y'all just talking because it's free. You know, yeah. they got this chick, I was watching uh, uh, um, MTV, one of these MTV hip-hop rap classics, and you had this broad, and the, the beat was something I've heard before, that's one. The lyrics that she was spitting, at the end, she's trying to get with your man. One of the, one of the lines in, in this track was like, yo, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get with your man. I'm trying to get with your boo. I was like, yo, is this what hip-hop has become? <laughs> I don't even call it hip hop. I call it nursery rhymes. That's what it sounds like. Weak nursery rhymes. rhymes. You ain't, with a nursery rhyme, you ain't trying to give anybody else's dude or nobody else's shorty. You ain't trying to give anybody else's shorty. She actually says it. And you know, she got the dancers out there, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I'm in the, in the film industry, I'm in the production industry, movie industry, and all that good stuff. The dance wasn't coordinated. You know, oh, damn. and yeah, they so it was that bad? It wasn't it was that bad? To me, I'd have been retaking the hell out of that. I'm sorry. Okay. But let me ask Kev this, though. Let me ask Kev this. Because mm-hmm. since we're still on it for a second, I already I got you. I'm going to let you get your, your, your word in, too. But back to Special A. We didn't give him enough airtime already, but go ahead. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Because I want you, to, I want you to clearly say it. Because we had this discussion like some years, a year back in in the, in the lounge, right? Yeah. What hit that stands out for Special Ed, and the only hit that stands out for Special Ed, which was it? I got it made. Thank you. That's it. Da-da-da-da. Yes, sir. That's it. Now, when he called on NWA, I said, "Man." Ain't none of the rest of his records that he ever put out in life. I mean, even though I liked them, but he didn't have no major hits like that. For one, I got it made with his hottest track. That was it. Exactly. Well, yes, yeah, it. yeah, that was his hottest because uh, it was new and and it was his. Uh, I think it was his debut single. That was his debut single. You know, it, it, that, it, was, it, that was that was that was his something. debut single. Right. And the beat was hot. The beat right. was fine. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. He had other beats that were hot, but none of them stood out like yo, like. His two albums didn't catch nobody's attention. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be straight correct. You know what I'm saying? Special right. Ed, you can look. The only people, the only thing that people talk and mention your name about is I Got It Made and we was on Crooklyn Dodgers and that's it. That's as far Man. as it goes. Now, Ooh, if you wanted hard. to step it up and make more albums, you could have done that, but you stopped. And no matter what era you in in hip hop. he thought he had it made. Exactly. And another thing too, you from Brooklyn. He you he he from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, yeah. He from Brooklyn, but come on, like everybody that else that came out in Brooklyn surpassed you at that time. And I'm gonna call it out for what it is, and I'm gonna call it out because I I love hip hop. Coco Brothers, Smith and Wesson went way surpassed you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black yeah. Moon also surpassed you. Later on, Jay Z was ninety six, but surpassed you. You know what I'm saying? Like Biggie when you a hip hop artist, you. exactly. So, so, so yo, it's like I said, special ed man, stop. You know what I'm saying? Stop. So, I, I, like I said, I love you as an artist. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna knock you. You have one hit. You're a part of the one hit wonder crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
But, I mean, I love that you came out for the Drunk Champs and did your interview, but when you called that NWA stuff out real quick, it was like, oh, wow, hold on, time out. He wasn't really knocking them, but he was just like, yo, it's just hip-hop change. Yes, hip-hop change. Look, look, mm-hmm. every 10-year marking period, hip-hop's change. Of course. That's you know what I'm saying? You follow me. That's what they call evolution. Exactly. That's all. But you went from 89, 88, 89 to 91 with them two albums and went... Nowhere. I mean... There's two things one movie and your album's got in common. The Wood. You know the what I'm wood, saying? Right. But, That's it. <laughs> but, I, like I said, I love I Got It Made. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. But you can't sit there and call out because somebody else made success in a, ma- in a major way and your albums didn't take off that way. Now, if you would have went back to the lab and said, Yo, let me brush this off. Like, look at Kara's one. Every time he came out with the album, he was like, yo, I'm going to brush that one off. That's a hit, but I'm going to make some extra hits. Yeah. You got to have that. You got to have that ego. DMX. You know, there's a, there's a, a, there's a whole multitude of, of hip hop artists out there that does it. Sh- I'm a, on the wrong show. Ain't they on Ratchet Hour? That does it. They stuff off. They does it. They stuff off. They came up with something hotter. Especially I mean, I mean, Kev. Let me ask you this. I know if I came out with something that was like a hot song, but then the next five, six, seven tracks is weak, you're going to come and tell me like, yo, Vic, that was kind of Yo, weak. nephew, yo, nephew, um, you know, I love you like cooked food, but so-and-so was fire. The other one, I had a couple of drinks. I went to a couple of times, and I still got nothing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's what like we are as hip-hop in the community. You know, Special Ed, you know, his two albums, I Got It Made, um, Crooklyn, had a couple of drinks, listened to it a little bit, closed my eyes so I could stay focused on the lyrics, stay focused on the dialogue, stay focused on the music. Special Ed, uh, got nothing. My, you know what? My honest opinion about uh, Special Ed, I love Special Ed regardless. Uh, um, like you said, Vic, he could have done a lot more and kept kept it going and kept making great good music based on you know his perspective of hip hop, because that's what it is with everybody that does their their version of uh, what rap music is. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna call TV Cafe Lifetime Channel of Hip Hop. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> but but that, that's what I was trying to say earlier, Vic. But uh, but real talk, you got you can go to a studio. Anytime to this very day, and create and create some of the most incredible music nobody's ever heard. The the choice is in your hand. You have the creative thought, and so when they said God made us in God's like image, mm-hmm. that means He gave us the uh, the power to have the uh, to create to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not robots. We're not AI. In, in my so, opinion, you know, especially I just just keeping it hundred. In my opinion, he was young new to the game, mm-hmm. and he figured that his album was going to keep him flowing in paper for the next 20-some years. But but you know what? Sometimes some Either people... Either that or uh, somebody sold him a dream. Say, yo, this, this, yo I got it made. It's going to be hit. You ain't got to worry about nothing else. Either somebody sold him a dream or he was in a fantasy land. Thinking that, but you, know, you know what? You know what? Ice Cube's a good good uh, example. Ice Cube grew up. Ice Cube yes. knew when, when yes. he needed to change, he had to grow up. And you had to evolve. Go to that next stage. Yeah, you had to evolve. Yeah, you had to evolve. Stage. 
But my, my, my thing is this what I ask. Even if NWA never came out, do you think his albums would have sold like he thought no. it would? No. Like uh, I say, he, either either he, <clears throat> either he saw some either whoever whoever was his manager or his promotion, um his PR man, they either sold him a dream or he he made himself believe, yo, I'm all that. I ain't got to worry about nothing else for the rest of my life. And if and he was young, and young brothers, young sisters, they had that mentality. I get it. But um, at the end of the day, he what he what he thought was going to happen, or what somebody told him was going to happen, didn't happen. And now he, you know, you're trying to bam out somebody that wanted to evolve. NWA, you know, JRS One, uh, uh, Biggie, Jay Z, the, the list is endless. Ice Cube, they evolved. They saw what was going on in the world. <clears throat> Check this out. I'm going to dust that off. I'm going to come out with something hotter. Case in point, the TV cafe show. You know, I'm one year, one month in. You've been down for a couple of years. And look where it's happened. Look where it's become. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I mean. Now for your nephew. We even got a power thing now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And my thing is this. You know, from the day one that I started this, I said, yo. And I saw the vision in it. You know what I'm saying? But that didn't stop me and was like, yo, I see other people like. Honestly, when I first started off, <coughs> you know what I'm saying, and I noticed year, I noticed a couple months later, a year later, I seen other people doing hip hop podcast, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I was one of the first that started. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not mm-hmm. knocking that. Yo, there's other people out there doing their podcasts. There's other people that's doing a hip hop podcast. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got a different point of view of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just gonna be one, or one in particular. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when, when you sit there and say, yo, my album could have sold more if this album, you know what I'm saying, not knocking, you know, but he said he said he still <laughs> give them their props. But he was like, yo, when that gangster move came out and they did the F the police song, you know what I'm saying? It was, you know, he was like, and look at hip hop now. And I'm like, hold up, dude, if you wanted to save certain certain things on hip hop, you should have done more on your albums. And once uh, again, you can't blame somebody else for your lack of success if you don't go out there and grind. Mm-hmm. That's keeping it gully. Y'all remember um, between the late 80s and the, and the 90s, all the whole history of hip-hop, uh, like Biggie, you do an album, that, that one album is, is big-time success, then you make the next album, you got to surpass that. So you're not competing you you. with other artists. <clears> you're you're competing, competing with yourself. With your former art. Yeah, okay, let me... Yourself. I'm going to put another category with special ed. And, I'm gonna, and now I want to see who y'all are going to say is hotter. And Kev's already ready keep, for this. Why, you, why, you keep, why, why you want me to keep beating this kid up, man? I mean, <laughs> I'm speaking truth. Would y'all go with Kwame or special yo, ed? Yo, I'm going with Kwame. Stop playing. I ain't no, no questions asked. Why, yo, yo, nephew, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even got my gloves on. I got to come hard. I got to come hard. You, you, you should have gave me some warning. I, mean, I could have wrapped my hands, put my boxing gloves off. Uh, I'm just you know, saying. This way, these I'm blows sorry. would be as hard and would, would be as hard and would be as painful. I gotta, but I gotta disagree. I'm a hard. I'm a. I'm a hard neck on that one. Um, uh, I'm gonna stick with special ed on that one. I hate you, but I, yo, I can't. You know, Kwame. I give. I'm gonna give it to Kwame. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Kwame wasn't. No, hold on. I'm not gonna give the, yeah. the, the 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 knockout blow to Kwame. Yeah. You know, when say he wanted yeah. well, he won a decision. You're a specialist in guns, right? So yes, sir. No, I assume you. I stand corrected. No, I'm a specialist. I'm a specialist in firearms. Are you a specialist in firearms? That's perfect. I'm glad you admitted that because you see me walking around with some polka dots. You have the right to shoot me in one of them dots. 
and get rid of me. That'd be an easy shot, but anyway. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggie, Biggie did kill his career once. He said you played, yeah, your style is playing out like Kwame and the Polka Dots. <laughs> this is true. I mean, you know, that, that was fire. You know, that, that, that was like a flame torch. That was like, yo. Uh, like Kwame, Kwame already knew. It was like, I'm retiring. I'm quitting. I'm going produ- to produce music from now because on. Because you can't, you can't come back from that. There's yeah. no comeback. Uh, I, I wasn't no raw gutters from the street, so yeah, brother see me wearing Polka Dots, something wrong. Oh, I agree. Now, yeah. you know, with his with his lifestyle, it's mm-hmm. Sanford and Son. Uh, and, yeah. You know, but I say, and I'm giving a slight edge to Kwame over Special Ed. Not, it's, it's not, he, it's not hands down. No, because I'm, I'm saying it music wise. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, like I'm, I'm saying it music wise because they was kind of like the same in similarities. Yes. And well, a lot. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it, I would be wrong yeah. if I'd have went with saying Black Sheep versus. Special A, because come on, like that's, that's not uh, a contest. That's not even, con- that's yeah. not even, that ain't even a contest. You know what I'm saying? Conversation. But him and Kwame has some similarities because remember, one point Kwame was there for a minute. Same like Special A, right? Oh, now yeah, Black yeah, Sheep, true. Black that's Sheep true. always has something that was like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you a hit. It's gonna be a classic, and it's gonna be a doer." Yeah, and you know what I'm do- saying. And they're still playing Black Sheep. Matter of fact, that the, the broad I'm referring to, the the happy one is giving her X Men with with a man's boo, whatever, whatever. It was one of them hip hop shows. Black Sheep is still being played. I ain't seen. I ain't got it. I ain't seen. Got, I ain't got it made. I ain't seen um, um Kwame's tracks. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like I said, I'm gonna give a slight edge to Kwame. A slight. I mean, a slight edge to Kwame. But I mean, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. The hardest hit that Kwame had was that joint, Only You. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that joint was the banger. That joint was like, you know what I'm saying? Because that, I mean, I remember when I, when that song came out, that party joint was on it for a minute. You know what I mean? And. That was nice. I mean, that was back in the. But uh, if you look at it, but if you look at it too, I mean, we can go there with Apache. You know what I'm saying? But Apache mm-hmm. stood over. Special yeah. act. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that gangster B joint was just, it was untouchable. It's still played now in a lot of different parts. And people was like, yo, do you remember this? Like, you can look at, you can look at any part era for that time. 88, 89. You know what I'm saying? But every year had, every year had a great <clears throat> essence of different, you know what I'm saying? Songs, albums, and hip-hop classics you know and, and if you take it if you rewind to 93 special ed could have came out with something in but everybody was still on the hip-hop array and opp man well ooh, man when that song came Feel out. what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you, you you're talking about the the time that you was in the essence but you didn't you didn't you didn't particularly create more songs right like uh, you say once again go back to what i said earlier you can't blame anybody else for your lack of success if you didn't put anything to if you didn't try to do anything different. You know, case I in mean, point, like I said, case in point with, with me and um like I said with the movie producing thing. You know, I didn't even think I was gonna get into movie producing. You know, Joe Grant <coughs> came to me with a concept. <coughs> Excuse me. Joe Grant came to me with a concept. Now we got two projects out, Honor Among Thieves, you know, to live and die in bed style. We have you know we just we just finished filming another one called Bottom Bitch, and I'm being hired. You know, as a weapons handler for another project called um, Blood Money. You know. Oh, you got well, one more. I, you got one more. You left out. You got one more. You left out. Which one? 
the ratchet hour. <laughs> oh, and ratchet. <laughs> and ratchet hour. Yeah. Damn yeah, right. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So in the ratchet hour. But I have to evolve. You know, uh, case in point, example, you know, with the movie producer yeah, yeah. and the writing in the writing aspect of the movie producer, REA. He got me thinking about um the black cowboys. He got me thinking about, you know, the 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 the, the inmate that got Got convicted of murder, even though he was innocent. Got sent to electric, you know, death by electric electrocution. You know, he got me. Yeah. That's by electric, you know, that's by electrocution. Oh, he got me going yeah, on that's that script. Yeah, that's what right. he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he was thinking. You know, so these are scripts that I'm, I'm evolving. You know, I'm not stopping because I don't think these are doing okay. I'm not stopping because to live and die in best side is doing okay. You know, I'm not stopping because you know we got. Blood money coming out and, and bottom bitch and, and the ratchet out coming out. I got to keep grinding. If I want to be successful, I can't blame nobody else for my lack of success if I don't try to make myself successful. And that's what I'm saying with special ed. You want to blame REA? Um, you, REA, sorry, REA. You want to blame NWA? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to blame NWA for not being successful based on their lyric. But what have you done? You know, to evolve yourself and make yourself successful. What have you done? You know, I think he just made a bad comparison as to what it was because he didn't really think out what he was saying uh, the proper way. He just said, "I mean, I mean, like, like I got, I got what he said when he was like, look at the kids now. Look at the, you know what I'm saying.' And I'm like, okay, we 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 had hip hop on certain things, right? But if you wanted to change it, I mean, think about it. We had the self destruction moment, right? Mm-hmm. But once that came out, it, it came and disappeared. Well, hold on, wait a minute. Are you ready for this? If that was your issue, how come you wasn't invited? How can you, you ain't lobby to be on that track for self destruction? Mm-hmm. You didn't get picked. How can you pick up the phone, you know, where they have, or, or beep somebody or whatever the case may be and say, oh, check this out. I don't appreciate what y'all talking about with the self destruction and NWA and that's the cops and black on black cops and blah, 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 black cop, black cop, black cop. You know, y'all got a track called self destruction. I want to be down. Where is that phone call? Where is that exactly. letter? You know what? I, and I also want to. I was gonna say where that text message. We ain't had that. I want to give a big love, uh, uh, forgotten shout out to Naughty by Nature being the only group to come up with a theme song for hip hop by making a hip hop parade. No one has surpassed that to this day. Nobody. And, and that's the thing. Like this dude came out around that time. Like for real. Right. He was there. He was in the scene, like, so if you're on the scene and you're on top, well, he wasn't on top, but if you're around that time, that means you got to come out with something like, yo, I, yo, 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 here it is. I'm here. I got it made. All right, let me come up with my next hit. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to call it for what it is. I'm the Magnificent. I, I thought he was. Like I said, I want to call it for what it is. Was not supposed to be your next hit. I'm sorry. Yeah, but a lot of no. a lot of his rhymes were catered to like uh, somebody in in college or in high school or something. And like it's like somebody young. That's a, it's it's yeah. catered to somebody that's young, and I get it. And I'm not knocking that. But at the end of the day, when you saw other people coming out with stuff that you were a part of, not that you witnessed on the radio or heard on or heard on the radio, witnessed on TV, that you were actually a part of. Okay, this how they doing it. Okay, let me come out with something that's going to be at least compatible with this. Yeah, Hopefully but think about it. At least compatible. But he did nothing. 
But think about it. He came out with the song I Never Come Back for the second album as the first track. It was a good song. I'm not I, knocking. I, loved, I, I enjoyed that track. But it wasn't, it, was a okay. super mega, it wasn't a super major right. hit like uh, I Got It Made. Right. I Got It Made. I'm a Magnificent. And then you know, I'm going to have a couple of drinks. You know, I'm going to listen to the lyrics with my eyes closed. You know, and um. I got nothing. <laughs> that's it. I got nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I don't if know that's the case, own it. Paint on the H and handle it. Look at yourself. Well, when you look in the mirror I, in the morning, you're okay, okay yo, yo, special ed. All right, you bad mouthing, or you you came at NWA in a manner that you shouldn't have came at, making a statement that you made. What have you done to help yourself get to where they are? And he, I mean, if you want to be honest with himself, the only thing he, the only answer he come with is a, is a six letter word, nothing, seven well, letter word. I mean, nothing. okay, there's somebody else that did come out kind of like he did, but they made a statement. That was Tim Dorn. Once again, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna laugh when I said that. You know, you know that that, that song. You know that song F F Compton. I mean, yeah, they did F the Police. He did F Compton, but still. That track there, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. What he said about what he said about Miss Chalet about sounding like a little damn kid on the swings. That had me on the floor. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Shut the, you can't see. You sound like a little damn kid on the swings." Like, but you know, but you know what? Nobody responded to that Compton joint. I mean, that that's that's in history. I mean. That was a tough diss track, but oh, I mean, yeah. of all times, you got to uh, yeah. F Compton was a hard diss track, then you got No Vaseline that was a hard diss track. Yes, sir. That was uh, Compton South Bronx. <laughs> South Bronx is another diss, diss, that that was another hard track, but the bridge is over is going to be always in everybody's. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's everybody. Yeah, that's everybody's album. That's everybody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you go, I mean, yeah, you can go with Ether, you can go with the Takeover, but at the time period that the Bridges Over came out, I mean, because you had a lot of people questioning themselves from Queensbridge, like, yo, this dude kind of murdered us, you know what I'm saying? But I give KRS one props because he was like, yo, I didn't mean to diss Rock Shan Shantae, but she was a part of it. He he was like, I'm not going to say nothing else about oh, her ever again. That, and she can say whatever she wanted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But again, like, come on. Like, I mean, you can exactly. go anywhere still to this day and play the bridges over and the crowd is going to go bananas. And they're going to know the lyrics, especially yeah. the hook. The, yeah, exactly. You know, the part, you know the part I liked about it. it, it was, all, hold on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already, all the all the non Caribbeans gonna be all, all of them. Who the They go all gonna know all the lyrics. I mean, yeah, we can't arrest one. I'm gonna tell you what sets over. off the party for the bridge is over. The bridge is over. Hey, hey. Now the thing about it, a lot of people say gangster rap started in LA, which it didn't. And we, me and Ari was talking about that last night. Now, the ones that actually set it off for gangster rap. Is KRS One and Schoolie D. That's the further back with Schoolie D. But the one before all of them was just Ice. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
And, and just ice forget. don't get enough, and he don't get enough credit. He don't get, he don't get enough credit. Yep. And don't let us forget Cool G Rap, because Cool G Rap did his thing, man. He was. Real. Oh yeah, Cool G Rap did his thing, but like I said, but 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 the reason the reason why people say you know it was L.A. because how hard it hit, but it really started off right here in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody had like a gangster track, but they didn't go as far as. You know what I'm saying? NWA went with it. You know what I mean? But you had well, some like that PS that PS PSK joint, Schooly D. I mean, you can go anywhere right now and play that PSK and everybody's gonna be like, yo. Mm-hmm. But you know, but hey, I'm gonna respectfully for hip hop say this. That was uh East Coast, the the whole East Coast, that's including the Midwest. That's all that's the East Coast version of gangster rap. The West Coast is a whole nother world. Of, yes. Uh, against the rap. Uh, yes. So yeah, we, I agree with that. We can compare them as stuff that they do, but we can't compare them for the region because it's a whole total different vibe where they come from. No, it's a total. It's a total different vibe. No, I, 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 I mean, agree with that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's two different entities. It's two different entities, but I mean, that's what put LA on the map. You know what I'm saying? Is the gangster rap yeah. stuff that they came right. out with? Because you know I'm saying, and I'm not knocking that, that gangster stuff. I almost, I almost went to Ratchet again, but that gangster stuff on the, on the West Coast with the Bloods and the Crips, that was real. You know, that was real. The, these, I'm sorry, these Bloods and Crips on the East Coast, y'all wouldn't survive in the West Coast with, with, with the stuff that y'all doing. And let me nah. say this, too. Let me say this, too. The prostitutes are different in New York than they are in the West Coast. The only difference they, sure is they got a different accent. They They sure are. <laughs> Yo, I mean, okay. Let's put it. Let's let's put it. Let's put it this way. You got me sitting up. Iceberg Slim. Iceberg Slim gave a definition for the ladies out in the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Because the pimp game, with Iceberg Slim, and he and he he had a woman writing a is one of the coldest life story books of ever of all times if you're trying to be a pimp. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody mentioned his name, Iceberg Slim, baby. Like, Iceberg come on. Slim. Like, you know what I'm saying? He gave you pimpology one-on-one. He took y'all mm-hmm. to college on a pimp class. I said, in a, in a, in a prostitute in the West Coast, you don't see no, no movie production com- company in on the East Coast. All them movie com- production company, West Coast productions, and then, then, then. That's, that's all out there is on the west side. You know, it's, exactly. the, it's all in California. It is Long, uh, Long Beach, California, Los Angeles, California. It's all California. You don't exactly. see nothing in New York. You don't see nothing exactly. in Massachusetts. You know what I'm them, saying? Them hoes, but, I mean, them hoes. Them prostitutes out there is different from the prostitutes <laughs> on this side of the world. I mean, it's keeping See, it you, see, 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 see <laughs> Kev about to get me started and be like, there's some hoes in this hole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, Honesty is like, yo, West Coast has a different swing. East Coast has a different swing. You know what I'm saying? And once, I'm going to be honest, once Ice Cube brung West Coast and East Coast together on a lot of stuff, because remember, East Coast produced his whole first album. And that was a hot Mm. album. And a lot of people wasn't expecting Cube to come so hard on that first album. Come on, I mean, once a time, once yeah. upon a time in the projects, like, come on, we 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 go for yeah. days on that album. Yeah, going back to Ice Cube, he was on. He had the East Coast promoting this album. He had to go hard coming yeah. from the West Coast. 
because the East Coast and, East Coast hip hop listeners, they're expecting a certain vibe. They're expecting certain lyrics. They're expecting certain beats. So Ice Cube saw the vision, yeah. saw the potential, saw the saw the drive, had the had the had the, the hunger. Unlike Special Ed. See, now so, I'm gonna say something see, about Special see, Ed. Yo, all right, see, see, Vic started something. Unlike Special Ed. Yeah, I'm going. I said I'm going to East Coast. I got to come hard with with the person I come out with. I got to come hard, and I got to come hard to the point where it, my whole album got to be fired. And that's why I'm gonna did. do my thing with today. Right. Right. Now hold on, but the thing is, uh, Special Ed could have easily went to say, "Yo, yo, uh, let me go get with EPMD. And let them produce some tracks for me. Let me get exactly. with this. Let me get with." Let me get with um public enemies producers and let them do I, a track. For me. Let me go exactly. with someone so and let them do a track. Let me go to Marley Moore and let him I'm, do a track for me. You I'm know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad you and brought he did. that up because Eric Sermon, my favorite, one of my number one favorites of all producers, uh, besides Premium and a few others, but uh he's one of the number ones out of my hardcore list of producers because all his joints was raw. But think raw, about exactly. it. Imagine, imagine special ed on a Eric Sermon beat. If he'd have went to Eric, because I could see Eric Sermon producer for Special Ed, but think about it. Even, okay, but look at it. I'm, I'm going to call it out for what it is. When the abstract produced Crooklyn Dodgers, how does Special Ed sound on it? It was fat. It was tight. He did his thing. back in the day. So, if you would have went to these dudes during the time, or you could went to Rick Rubin, you was on profile records. This is my, this is my point. It's like, yo. You could have went with these producers that was banging at the time, and your album would have been banging. But you went for two hours with mediocre producers, and only one of the producers gave you one big ultimate hit, and that was it. Which and is like I got it. Thought that was, and you thought that was gonna put you on Easy Street for the rest of your life. Like I say, either mm-hmm. some, somebody sold him a dream. If he either he sold himself a dream, or his producers sold him a dream, or his manager sold him a dream. But somebody sold that young kid a but, dream. The reason why I got it made was a successful hit because it sounded like no other beat at the time because he, that was, he was yeah. the only one with that beat. So think about right. it. His, and his style of rap. Right. But and he came with every nothing behind other he came with song, nothing. Every other song, it sounded like, what the hell? Like, the, I'm the Magnificent. When he used that country bumpkin part in that song, it was like, everybody was like, are you serious? Like, for real? Like, we, we really going there with it? Like, <coughs> and... <coughs> Well, like I said, like it was his produ- it was his production team. If his production team yeah. was a little bit more tighter, <coughs> then I could see Special Ed. But I both albums, I sat in there. I'm gonna be real, real honest and realistic. I fell asleep on. Like I said, I you know I said my I listened to both albums because I just couldn't. You know, I'm 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 very opinionated. I'm very I'm very I'm, I'm very analyst, analytical. So I'm like, eh, okay, yo, Kev, you know, Kev, you know, you hard on people. Okay, you know what? Close your eyes, take a little sip, smoke with cigar, listen to this. All right, get your mind right, pay attention, stay focused. I and mean, I, said, I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, but the thing is, he could have went to Jazz O. He, he has so is, many avenues to go to, but he decided not to. That's the only thing I'm saying. saying yo, he sold himself a dream. Well, I'd say somebody sold him a dream. Either himself, his managing crew, his production crew. Somebody sold this young man a dream. And he swallowed it hook, line, and sinker. Thinking yeah. that, okay, you know, I'm the Magnificent, I got it made, it's going to keep him on easy street for the rest of his life. I mean, they, let's look at Chris play, Tucker. They don't even play either one of those tracks. Now, remember, Chris Tucker was like, yo, I'm going to do this at first, but I'm going to hit hard. Like, think about it. 
His first his first two movies, the first one was a clip of him in it, which was House Party Three, and then Friday. Then he mm-hmm. elevated and stepped up for the next few movies to come. It wasn't about, oh, damn, you know, if I was, if you know what I'm saying, Eddie Murphy would have been, you know what I'm saying, you don't see him saying none right. of that. Like, he made none his 20 that. mil. Bro, he made his 20 mil on his third movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, if if, if I'm the person that's like, yo, you know what, let me get my crew, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go, let me go these different avenues and see what's up. Like, you had so many producers back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, realistically, if, if Special Ed wanted to step up, he could have got with the Grave Diggers at that time because most of the Grave Diggers was from Brooklyn and one is from Staten Island. Like, come on, I'm gonna call it for what it is. I say, yo, he could have been part great. of that camp. He he chose. <clears throat> the bottom line is he had the final decision. At at the bottom line, he had the final decision. He chose not to do anything. At the bottom, that, that's the bottom line. He chose not to do anything for whatever reason. We don't know. Only he knows. But at the bottom line, he chose not to do anything. He had all he these avenues. Right. He had all these avenues to get product out there. Not sound like a drug dealer. I don't do that. But he, I mean, music out there. That sounds pretty good, though. Nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> product, no, no. Real, real talk. Real yeah. talk. I'm gonna be honest. When we at high school, we used to call the music the product, like. Come on, if you was a DJ or if you was, was you know what I'm saying, hustling your mixtapes, this is the product. Remember, we sold out in the back of the car. These young kids hear me talking about product, they think about pharmaceutical. But I'm talking about product as in... Them tapes were pharmaceutical because it came to people's needs and help. Yeah, but I'm saying, yo, they said these young kids out here, they don't know the history of that. That's why I said, let me change it to come out with music. Hey, buddy, stop. You, hey, what? you need to stop. You need to stop. No, listen, listen, I love you. Trust me, I love you. No, I'm talking about Vic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. I mean, in the, back in the days, you was the pharmaceutical person with a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I got the product. Like, you cannot tell me when you was at a high school and you sitting there on campus and it's like, yo, if you had the hottest mixtapes in your pocket and you had about 20 of them joints, it's like, yo, I'm going to get this off. I got money for the rest of the day. That's how I was when I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo. And that's, and that's what people would say. Yo, yo, Vic, you got the product? Yeah, dude, I got the product. Yeah, what, what, what mixtape you want? Yeah. You know the thing that part, the part I respected was it was from our neighborhood. It was exactly. yeah. from my neighborhood. So you yeah. were like, man, they sound like that. All right, we about to blow up now. So it was like, yeah. uh, it was a community thing. We were backing our people up. I mean, I could bring another person in that's kind of like special ed, but he was Ice Cube's cousin, and he only had one album. But oh, you don't yeah. see him jumping up exactly, and you don't see him jumping up in interviews like, "Yo, you know, he had his one hit a quitter, and that was it." Right. I say, like, say with me going back to the movie thing. You know, okay, I can't say, "Yo, check this out, man." Um, I ain't win no Emmy because, you know, the TV cafe show didn't support me like they should have. Y'all blow up. You know, I was, I, I'm going to say, for those that don't know, before I became a co-host, I was a guest on a TV cafe show. So, as a guest on a TV cafe show, when the TV cafe show will blow up two years later, three years later, this and the third, I'm in the background. You know, I'm still grinding as a, as a former guest. They see, you know, I got to blame the TV cafe show, man, because the TV cafe show hadn't put me down. You know, I would have I I got an Emmy. 
But I would, oh, I, I, would, well, I, don't, I don't like using the Oscar, but I would, I would have gotten a hip hop award because it's a, it's a hip hop, it's a TV cafe show, it's a hip hop show. I didn't get a hip hop, sh- I didn't get an um, award for the B the hip hop award because TV cafe show. Yo, y'all asked me to get down. I could say, you know, check this out. Nah, I was a guest host. I'm good. So yeah. I can't just like saying with special aid. You can't blame nobody but yourself. I mean, my dad, messing yeah. peace. That was his first line. He just always he said, you, "The only person you can blame is yourself." If you're not successful, you can't blame nobody else but yourself. Going back I mean, to that word, want you can't. Going back to that word, want you can't. How bad like, you Kev, let's, let's, let's look at this, Kevin. I'm, I'm about to break out some real stuff right here. Yep. You on the golf course. Yep. And you about to hit that ball. Either you're going to yep. hit it far or you're going to hit it short. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's your goal to where you're supposed to make that ball. You're, 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 yeah. you're the one that's giving it the guidance. Absolutely. Or you're going to sign up hey. to hit it at all. Off the record question, do you use that in the bedroom, that same analogy? Yes. What's that? <laughs> it's Paul Ford. You're a good man. No doubt. You're a good man. No doubt. Paul Ford. I'm going to go far, you know, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go short, I'm going to go along. Exactly. It depends on how hard I'm going. Because I'm going to knock it out the park. Like, the, the, that ball, <laughs> if I'm knocking that ball out the park, I'm knocking that out the park, too. Yes. There's, there's no a lot at stake on the winnings, I see. Listen, if I'm on a, if I'm on a tee, I'm look, going hard. I'm going far. You look, know, if it's if my turn and it's my destination, put it this way: if it's my turn and not the final destination, I'm gonna knock it out the park. I'm gonna knock it out the park. Exactly. <laughs> what do if, if it's a two foot putt, if it's a two foot putt, I ain't gonna go so hard. Exactly. Cause I don't, cause, yo, cause, you know, I don't want to overshoot. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Y'all ain't. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say back? What did they say back to them? Do that wham bam, thank you, man. Yeah, no doubt. I'm gonna just go. You know, I'm gonna go short. I'm gonna get mine. How about that? Uh, Sixty nine, and I owe you one. See, when yeah. it comes to that, when it comes to that, it's not only stomping the yard. Nah, six, it's putting the yard. I owe you one. It's putting six, the yard. Sixty eight, and I owe you one. Correction. Yeah, sixty eight, and I owe you one. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand Pooper said that in a, at a track that was like, yep, for real. And that's when people was like, yep, I hit you with the 68 and I owe you one. Hit you with the, you hit you with yep. the 68 and I owe you one. Yep. That's no, right. But you know what? But you know what? We only live once. We're aging as time goes by. And you got to ask yourself, how many times do you look in the mirror to actually catch yourself as you're making the facial transitions and the body transitions to your aging point? So you got to yeah. While I'm doing this right now, whatever I'm doing to have success, I need to continue as much as I can if I love to do this. Right. If yeah, you want, but, when, oh yeah. Once again, not only if you love to do it, is that if you want to do it. If you want, you to know, do it. you gotta use that four-letter word "want." You got to that four-letter right, word you, "want" you, comes you, before that four-letter word it, "love." Well, if you love it, you're gonna do it. If you are in the process of doing it, but uh, if you can't do it, you know, you love it, then you know it's because of a situation. Well, once again, you know, that's what, once again, why can't you do it? What that's got right. in your way where you can't do it? That's why I use that word want and can't because want it activates the creative side of your brain, can't shuts down the creative side of your brain. So, okay, why, let why, me ask you two brothers this. You so, I'm going to ask you two brothers this. So, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all met this chick and she's hot. She's hot, the hottest chick on earth, right? Mm-hmm. And you get to the, you get to the Max L Corporation bedroom with her, right? Are you going to say I can't do it or I can do it? No, I'm going to say I want to do it. I want to do it. Or that's going to activate the creative side of my brain to get the job done. 
Or you're going to do the Professor Camp, Professor Comp. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Like, come on. Like, yeah, let's be I'm realistic with it. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to activate the creative side of my brain. I want to do this. I want to knock this out the park. This is the tee shot. It's 345 yard a par four. This is a exactly. tee shot. I'm trying to knock it. I'm going for a hole in one. I mean, if she tells you it's a $3 million shot, you're going to say I can't? No, hold up. I'm going for a hole in one, no pun intended. Exactly. Well, my different approach, Jimmy, I'm trying to avoid child support. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Ain't nobody said that we was going to do that part now. I mean, that, that part is hell nah. It ain't yeah, like can it's hell nah. Yeah. Hell nah. say it's Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Yo, but the thing no is, if, if if a female say, yo, this is a $3 million shot, you're going to say, I can? You're going to say, yes, I can? I'm going to say, yo, I, I'm, saying, I'm coming. C-O-M-I-N-G. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nephew, you know you can't mess with me, bro. You know you can't mess with me, man. I mean, no, no, the first thing I thought of was the, the raw song when it first when the first comes on. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Here I am. R-A-W. A terrorist. Here to bring trouble to You know what I'm saying? But... I mean, realistically, man, I mean, we got to get this ratchet hour done, man, because I'm, I'm sanitizing my words so bad. Yep. I'm, Yo, like I said, we're going to bring, we, we, we bringing it back. It's just, it's just about getting the format and the ladies ready. You know what I'm saying? To do it. Cause yeah. it's nothing better when you got the ladies. Cause when the ladies start telling it in and giving it in, it's like, Oh, you, 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 it's like, yo, you, you kiss your mama with that mouth afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, yeah. <laughs> you know? but the thing is, when 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 you got all this music and you got these artists, you know what I'm saying? And shout outs, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a big shout out to Ice Cube because he came to public enemies producers to do that first, second album, and then the third or fourth album he kind of went like back and forth from West Coast to East Coast. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he gave you stuff that was like bangers. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And 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 another MC that don't get enough credit, Heavy D. Heavy yeah, D gave you, yes. Heavy D gave you party tracks. Yep. Gangster with a gentleman, gangster with a slide gentleman yeah. track. Grown yep. man tracks. You know what I'm saying? He gave tracks for the ladies, and then you know what I'm saying. If he wanted to get gutter, he wanted to get gangster. He did that too, but. He gave you joints that you was like, yo, I'm going to recite that and I'm going to say that. Like, come on, look at Black Coffee and Got Me Waiting. Mm -hmm. I got nothing but love for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like come on, the overweight lover is in the house. Overweight lover, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, then, you got, then, 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 then you got girls or girls that love me because he's the overweight mm -hmm. lover, heavy D. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what was the other one? My diddly, 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 he went back to his island roots. Then oh, yeah. you what got you then on the other what side, on the other flip side, you had Chub Rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just the two of us track. I mean, they only love me because I'm Chub Rock. Like, come on. Like, we, there's so many ways you can go with Chub Rock and Heavy D and be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Treat me nice right. Adam, two together. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, Treat me right was another joint. That was excellent. If we could have had right. Chub Rock, Chub Rock, Heavy D, and Biggie on the track. That would have been crazy, but no respect, man. The screen, the, the screen wouldn't have been big enough for the video. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all, my brother. But I'm saying, you know, it yeah, yeah, fire, yeah, 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 yeah. They would, they would definitely have to use a wide screen. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. If if they would, if the Fat Boys and them three would have done a track together, that would have been that would have been hot. That that would have been, been fire. Fire out. That that, yep. that would have been a classic. You know what I'm saying? And it should have happened, but it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, that was the era. I mean, you you look at all this all this music and all these all these movies that go with this music. Like, I'm looking at albums that turned 30 years old today. Return of the Boom Bap KRS One, and the and the movie and the music that's being sampled. You got hip hop lyrics. You got hip hop instrumentals being sampled in commercials. Yeah. In commercials, I mean, forget about with other with, with some with forget about other artists. I'll give credit to on in sporting at sporting events. Yes, but I give credit to also Shaq had a few joints out there too. I I'm not going to yeah. say he's the best rapper, but he had some joints out there too when he I'm did play. He, he, made okay. he made the He made I'm glad you did. He did try. He did try. He gets he gets and the so eat effort. Kobe you know what I'm saying? Kobe, Kobe mm -hmm. did too. Kobe did too. I like to use the word he, try. He made a conscious effort. Yeah, he tried. He he made a conscious effort. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, out of all basketball players, Shaq is the only one that actually went further in the rap career. Because you, 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 you had, you had, you had Allen Iverson tried to do it. It, mm -hmm. it didn't, it didn't, it didn't go that far. But you know, but nobody can ever take away his crossover because that dude had a wicked crossover. That's it. Yeah, that's it. His crossover. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he had, now, but, if he might have wrote a track, or had he wrote a track about his crossover, it might have been yeah. a little bit more successful. But I mean, I mean, like all week I've been talking about it with people and they've been asking me like, yo, Vic, man, what do you think about the, the, the best duo? And I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, it's too many to line up to say the best duo because there's too many of them I like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> and, everybody has their own opinion. And I mean, think, the, one I, the one I call out most is that should have went further, but it was too many egos involved. Was leaders of the new school. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If they, if they, if if there was yeah. one person that didn't have a much ego, leaders of the new school still be today. But somebody from there, they, they one of their managers saw a vision of somebody that was going to stand out and and be the branch, which is Buster Moms. Mm-hmm. Because Buster didn't even think at the time that he was going to go that far on his solo career. You're right, because he was humble with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he didn't knock nobody and say, well, I could have been the best rapper. Or I could have, like, this dude said, I'm a, I, I stepped away because he was about just giving his 16 bars and he was done. But for him putting albums together, lyrics together, songs, like, come on, Buster elevated his game. When I say he went times 10, he went times 10 through oh, yeah, every you know, album the, of his yeah, career. Every album. Every album. And every album had bangers on it. Not the whole album. At least three of them were bangers. We had ten tracks on one album. At least three or four of them were bangers. That you, you had no problem saying? with the other five or six. Exactly. But this dude would always give you something that because he always experimented mm -hmm. right. on his albums. He, he always, you know what I'm saying? He tested now, the waters. But that's another that's group. Home. Another group that don't get their props enough as a duo is MOP. 
Okay, yep. Okay, I get you know that what I'm one. saying. A lot of people don't give. I mean, the, the most some people that knows everybody knows any up. Mm-hmm. But if you go back to how about some hardcore? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. If you go back to worldwide, world famous. You know what I'm saying? Like MOP had joints galore through their whole career, but a lot of people ain't gonna bring out the whole MOP catalog. Only thing they're gonna bring out is Annie Up and Annie Up remix. Oh yeah, yeah. Every time. You know what I'm saying? But they got mm-hmm. a whole catalog. You know what I mean? They got they got stuff that's like from '93 on. You know what I mean? But they don't get enough props. I give you that. You know what I mean? And uh, another one that don't really get it. I mean, he gets he gets a little bit similar props from people in New York, but I mean. Think about it. Sean P. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He don't get a lot of props. I mean, even though he passed away, God bless his soul, some years <laughs> back. But come on. This dude, if you would have heard a Sean P song, you would have been like, yo, damn. Like, every joint mm-hmm. was just fire. You know what I'm saying? Think, I don't think Eric Sermon get the respect he deserved. I would say Eric Sermon is another one that didn't get the respect he deserved. When he left, when they split away his partner, EPMD, when they broke up. He broke up with Paris. Paris, yep. Yeah. Did they get back together? Yeah, they're back together. They've been back together for the last, I think, almost. They got back together in 98. About two years. Oh, really? Yeah, they got back together in 98 or 99. Because that's when they came out with the album Back in Business. Okay. Big up to Paris. Big up to Paris for uh for a little tribute shout out to uh Pac for that uh Hail Mary. That was sweet. Yeah, the whole yeah. crowd. Re- yeah, that was sweet. Big ups on that. You know, I mean, now now somebody that should have got back sooner than later should have been a Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though they tried to do it, but then Fife passed. But yo, I mean, mm-hmm. think about the Tribe Called Quest albums. You know what I'm saying? Like. <clears throat> you can go through any Tribe Called Quest album and dig up a whole bunch of hits. I mean, from from front to back. The Needed Apple Bomb. Or, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 um, can I Kick It? Can I Kick It? It's a vibrant thing. Left My Wallet oh, in El Segundo. Like my wallet, left My Wallet in El Segundo. You know, yeah. Like I say, sorry, Man. nephew, you started this at the beginning of this show. Special Ed, what you got, bruh? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, like we went through a whole trial and tribulations of the late '80s to '90s, and it's like, where is this? Where are they now? Where are they now? I watch them. I think I watch them five heartbeats right now as we speak. <laughs> exactly. Oh dang, yeah. yeah. But so, I mean, you got a lot of Eddie Kane's out there. Yeah. You know, some of them, some some don't have to be on the drugs to be Eddie Kane, but you got some people that got the Eddie Kane mentality. It's like I'm number yeah. one. I'm going to be the band. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? And then when the reality hits them, it's like, oh, damn. And your nephew, that's a, yo, it's kind of ironic that you made that comment because the scene where Eddie is talking to Flash, you think you could riff like me? You want to exactly. face me? That's playing right now as we have this podcast. podcast. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Right now. And, and, and the funny thing is we got a lot of power hitters out here and there's a lot of power hitters that don't get enough credit. You want my spot, Flash? You you can't get it because you ain't you got ain't it. got it. Yep. That just mm-hmm. I, yo, I just watched it. It just I just watched it. 
And, and and that's the thing, man. It's like, like if you look at Onyx, Onyx had their time. Mm-hmm. They had their hits. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, don't get me wrong. They still active. They still got stuff coming out that is still bangers. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, we're, 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 we were special at during the times of this, 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 and this, like this era, that era, that era, this era. And he could have been, he could have been. Well, you so know, I what? can't stress this enough, man. Especially that you can't blame nobody for your lack of success but yourself. What, whatever he was going through at that time, he got like old boy from Sugar Hill. I guess I gotta let it go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Looks like another he got, he got knocked out. He got knocked out after not not I'm the make. What's the track that came out after I'm the magnificent? What's the other one? We just talked about it. Yeah. Um, I got it. I made. never come I'm back. I never come back. Yeah. You, yes, you, you're right, because you got knocked out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You I'm got to like wrap it out, man. I'm, I'm censoring you my language hard body. You got knocked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, what, I what mean. Did, what did Cannabis say? I ripped the tat off your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to, you know, since you mentioned that, you know, him and LL yeah. kind of had a conversation lately. Oh, really? And you know what I'm saying, and they and they shook hands. You know what I'm saying. LL was like, "Yo, right. it was my ego at the time, you know." But it was really now cannabis' fault because I was, I was because now, cannabis because cannabis kind of mentioned something and blew it up because nobody thought he dissed cannabis until cannabis just like went over exaggerated with it. And Cannabis was like, "You dissing me in the track?" He's like, "Yo, nobody knows that. Just keep your mouth shut. Like if he wouldn't." If he'd have kept his mouth shut, nobody would even thought of it. Oh, and yeah, then when he opened that. his mouth, it was like, "Yo, he did oh, this show by like, you." Oh, nobody, he talking about like you. Nobody would have known. Nobody yeah. would have known. Sometimes so you know, so 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 after that, LL had to run on it, run with it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're an artist, and somebody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody says something like, right, I'm going re- I'm to re- re- rephrase that. Like, Biggie, Biggie rephrase, like, kicking the door, he was taking shots at mad people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He even took a shot at Primo's people, and Primo was like, yo, he was like, he called his people, was like, yo, just be prepared for it, because J. Rule came out with a song called One Day, mm-hmm. and Biggie thought that he was talking about him and Diddy and a few other people. But this is how the industry was at that time when he was talking, and he was talking some real stuff. But Biggie was like, yo, and he told Primo when he produced the track, yo, I'm getting at your mans in them, so just be, be prepared. Like, be ready. Like, he gave him a warning, like, yo, this is... And J. Rule said, I don't got no problem with it. He was like, yo, I, I understand, you know, it's hip-hop. It's what we do. It's what we do as artists, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. the format. It's the format. But... Another format is, come on, when we, like, like when you go to, when you go to Crooklyn Dodgers, like, remember, they did two different ones. You had the one with Buckshot, Master Ace, which he don't get enough props, and Special Ed. Fine. <coughs> then you have part two with Chubb Rock, J. Rudy Damager, and O.C. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, O.C. is another rapper that don't get a lot of props. Nope. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. But that, that, that's another one that can go in the special ed cloud, but he had more hotter songs than special ed, though. Uh, Razz Cans from the West Coast. I remember Razz yeah. Cans. Yep. 
But you know, like I said, everybody has their time. Snam Snee. Snam Snee. Oh man. Well, once That's again, everybody had their time. But um, I'm gonna go to the medical matter. I'm gonna go to what I majored in in college. My major was computer science. And so, so that being said, if I had stayed with computer science, I would have to stay in school constantly to keep my game tight to keep that money coming in. Just exactly. like the medical history, yeah. just like with the medical yeah. with the with the medical field. You know, you got to keep your game tight. You got to go to these classes. You got to take these courses with firearm and tactics. I got to go to these courses. I got to go to the range every now and then to maintain my level of proficiency. I want to keep that money coming in. I got to grind if I want that W. That money. That money coming in. Right. If I want that money to keep coming in, then I need to do what I got to do. I got to grind. You know, I can't but sit back and say, okay, you know what? I'm a state certified firearm instructor. Um, Dag, you know what? Because I'm doing a TV cafe show. You know, that's the reason why I ain't get no money. Okay, when did you go to the range? Or I go to the range and my client and I can't shoot for shit. I shoot for stuff. And they're like, yo, listen, you can't, you ain't no firearm instructor. You can't even, you know, you told me, you supposed to be teaching me. You can't even hit the target. The target is seven feet away, seven yards away. If I don't maintain my level of proficiency, how bad do I want to be successful? In the movie industry, in the film industry, in the music video industry, in the firearm, the technical industry, in the podcast industry. How bad do I want to be successful, and what am I willing to do to become to, to maintain that level of success? How bad? Do, you know, summarizing, how bad do I want to be successful? How bad do I want it? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like the way Mob Deep approached it on the, that first album they came out with because it didn't come out like they didn't get the buzz like they wanted, so they corrected. Mm -hmm. Man, oh yeah, that that juvenile hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They corrected. They uh uh. Where they were lacking, man. I, I fell in love with Mob. Like, uh, like, 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 like the shook ones. Now think about mm -hmm. it. They had a part one and they had a part two. Part one, I, nobody really liked. That part two was an instant uh, classic. Because remember, if you bought the single when it first came out, you had part one on the B side and then you had part two on the A side. Because part two was the banger. That first right. shook one, the beat was like. Everybody didn't like it. I know I didn't like it because that beat was just like, I wasn't feeling it. But when that part two came out, that part two was the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, if you if you go to certain ones that got that, like, another another group of my name. When they came out with this hit, that was a banger for the night. It's still a banger now when you play it in the club. The song Groove, Groove Theory, Tell mm -hmm. Me If You Want Me To. Mm -hmm. Tell me if you you want can go to. anywhere yeah. right now. Bang that, it's going to get the same opportunity as I got it made. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just yeah. that hit that just stood out. You know what I'm saying? But they had other songs, but same thing like Sunshine Anderson. Heard it all before. That was her best <clears> hit. <throat> and right, after that, a lot of people don't remember the other songs that she had. I'm going to say the same thing with Diggle with Planets. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cool like that. I'm cool like yeah. that. I'm cool like that. You be the lock. I be the key. You know, it was a banger. And she was hey, she was bad too, but um yeah. Uh, Robin Robin S. Uh, show me love. Show me yeah. love. Yeah. Show me yeah. love. Man, that woo, yeah. man, that track was tight. I yeah. got another crew that 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 they had one hit that was a major, but that was it. And that's all people. Oh. Everyday people, arrested development. Arrested development. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though they had the other song Tennessee, but when they came out with the everyday people, when I when I say that song rocked. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they was talking about some real stuff. They was talking about stuff that was happening at the time about being profiled. 
And, yeah. th- th- and I said with Tennessee, Tennessee was a nice track, and it would have got a lot more popularity. But I think the timing was wrong with that track, the lyrics that was that was said. Yeah, you know, you know, it, the lyrics was it was the wrong time for that to come out. Like I said, now if they had, if a resident fast forward to twenty twenty three with all the hatred that's going on in the world right now, and if they come out with Tennessee now, it'll be a bang. Yes, right. because now they're talking about they're talking about what's actually going on in the world. What was all, with all the hatred and all these this murders and black on black crime and you know all these you know individuals trying to uh, circumvent the system and take democracy away from Americans, all Americans, not just any one particular um, group trying to take a, a freedom of democracy from all Americans. So Tennessee would have been a banger in twenty twenty three, not when it actually yes. came out. Yeah. Hey, what what was the name of that crew? The one with uh, the, the chubby guy, he was kind of chubby. Had a DJ, and he had nerves to say something to KRS about his old uh, whack rhyme that he did. Um, they did that same song. Um, what's the name of that song? That's, that song that goes uh, da, 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 the '80s joint. And it's a fat boy, glasses. Yeah, a little wannabe dreadlocks, and he he decided to have a, a dirty comment towards KRS. Talking about PM Dawn? Yes. I oh, PM Dawn. Okay. Oh, Lord. Don't get me started. Don't get me started with them two. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. All right. Yeah. Any black any black people in this room, if y'all ever saw the movie Fear of a Black Hat, please watch that movie. And if you want to, if you want to see the, the, the comedy version of PM Dawn, please, yeah. please watch that movie. Man. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't believe he had the nerve to say something about KIS1. Yeah, but look at where where are they now? Like I said, if you if you if you really want to, PM Dawn was like the 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 the, the with slash Billy the Villa Kwame, the hang with Kwame and Special Ed. Yes, there it is. Hey, what what was the mother two dreadheads that came out that was singing, but they weren't really singing? Millie Vanilli, Millie Vanilli, Millie Vanilli. That's that's who PM Dawn was. PM Dawn was the next Millie Vanilli. Yeah, even though they sung their own tracks, but that was depressing. Like, set it drift of the memory bliss. Like, come, come on, baby, you send me. <laughs> Hell yeah, no! I'm like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Right, no, no, no I'm not. If I wanted somebody to cry, I call Keith. You know, if I was a female, I wanted somebody to cry, I call Keith Sweat. Just let him. Exactly. Hey, well, I'm, I'm not this when I say this. Of course, I come. Well, I'm coming from the raw and the gut in the streets. But when I first heard PM done, I thought the that wannabe rapper, I thought he was gay. Because okay, he rapped. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not picking at the fact he was gay. I thought he was gay the way he rapped. Because remember, mm-hmm. back then, we we rapped raw gutter in the streets. So the way he rapped with them glasses on, I was like... He was soft and, and, hold on, and, yo, Ari, but, and his colors. And, and yeah, going back to the rest of the And allowed bright colors that he wore. Yeah, but the thing is, when 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 he did when when he did that, that's why I said if you watch the movie Fear of a Black Hat, it'll give you a great tune of Pim Don. I have, and I don't want nobody to get it twisted. Got nothing against gay people, but I thought nope. this guy was gay the way his approach was with his rap style, and uh, because you know, again, those of us that come from the raw gutters of the streets, I approach mm-hmm. it totally different because we 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 come in like uh, Public Enemy. I mean, but the thing is, you're gonna you're gonna have people that has different tones, though. You got you're gonna have people that's gonna have that hardcore voice. You're gonna have somebody that has the soft voice. You're gonna have somebody that got to keep sweat. Just oh, you know, I, I just gotta do this. You know. I'm... Now, let me tell you why I said that. Because 
at the time that he came out, remember RuPaul was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But I know, Ari, I, I totally agree. I said that's why I don't... Yeah, I, I, that, that, I totally agree with that because Rupert, but yeah. come on, at that time RuPaul came out, though, that 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 it, it did work for a lot of people when, no, you know... And I, I, and the funny part, and the funny part is when you actually hear him speak really realistically, it's a deep voice. So he had to switch his voice to be high pitch. But I'm not dissing RuPaul. RuPaul did his. No, nah, RuPaul, Ru, 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 RuPaul gets props. You know what I'm saying? I'm not he does I'm his thing. He does his thing. He does his thing. I'm not watching his shows, but he does his thing. Well, then here's my yeah. thing. PM Don going after KS1 is like having a. Uh, one of the weakest boxers come out to Tyson. It's like, okay, going back to fire on the tactics, PM Dawn yeah. coming after KRS One is like shooting a BB gun at a freight train. That's right. That, that's it's, very true. Yo, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you ain't doing that's nothing. very true. That's like that's that that's like Cole and um what was the chick he dated um, or Martin um Cole and um. Um, 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 Big Shirley, Big Shirley, that's like that's like that, you know what I'm saying? That that's like Karis yeah. one, you know what I'm saying? He trying to call out Kar that's what that looks like. Cole dating Big Shirley. Mm -hmm. Now y'all yeah. want me? Now y'all got me on to watch Martin Lawrence now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but think about it, man. When the Martin show is on, man, we that come on, like. And you think about it, a lot of rappers was on that show. A lot of rappers were on that show. A I lot of rappers. I say this. When Martin Lawrence shows comes on, or when you're watching it, you are so in tune because there's so much going on of, of comedy-wise and, and case mm -hmm. scenarios in the show. You just, you, you can't stop watching. Between and Cole and, and Tommy, may he yeah. rest in peace, and his argument between him and Martin and Pam, and, oh, man, you know, and Roman from the fourth floor. Yeah, I, I love I love him. Yeah. yeah, brother man was something else. Yo, brother my my so character was um when Martin played oh, a little short kid um Ro Roscoe Roscoe Ro Ro Roscoe. Yo, one, with a little snotty nose. Plays, what's the one that he plays as the karate guy? Oh, um, um, <sighs> no, that's Otis. Kung Fu. Um, Otis. Um, oh shoot. Oh man, you gotta have your already got to watch it now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Though, I'm trying to think the, the one he did the Kung Fu artist. I forget. I forgot the name of the Kung Fu artist he played. I forgot the name that he yeah, used yeah, for that. He be wilding out. He be wilding. He be wilding out. Shanae be wilding out. I see. Oh, yo, Otis. Otis security guard be wilding out. And then the one that's oh, singing that yeah, don't yeah. you know, no, and, and the pimp don't you know, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dang, what was yeah. his character? The, the pimp. What was his character? Oh shoot. I forgot. And when he, oh, plays as, he plays as his mom, when he plays as his mom. Yeah, when he plays his mom, that was hilarious too. Jerome, with Jerome. Jerome, yeah. Jerome, Jerome in the house. Man, what your mom? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they they got a guy impersonating that right now. The whole dance and everything with the boots. Yep. What? That's a <laughs> yeah. He got the whole dance. That's a whole thing right now. But I mean. If you look at it, man, I would. You know what I would want to see a spin act off, and I think it would work if they would team up and do a show together. If Martin and Dave Chappelle did a show together, 
of just skits that they do. I think that would be a oh, bomb. Yeah. Show. That would be yeah, that would go crazy. That'd I would like that to be like a improv. You know, nothing written, nothing scripted. That's what just I'm saying. Just, just let them get on it and do their thing. Because that's how Martin was. Yeah. Right. I, I w- okay, my personal opinion, I'd like to see them to do uh, like a uh, Mark, like a um, like what's the name did when he did his show for HBO? Dave Chappelle. Yeah. They do a whole other show with just him and Martin Lawrence. They got so much material mm-hmm. they can come up with. It'd be crazy. Yep. That's how Martin was. They, 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 they did straight everything off the top of the dome. It was no, you know what I'm saying? It was improv. And that's what made the show yeah. funny. And a lot of people thought a lot of that stuff was mainly written and it wasn't. They was just going straight off the top of the it dome. Wasn't. That's what I loved about that. You know, I, I hate they never did, a, uh, and this is going back to the Wayne Brothers, they did, never did a low down dirty shame too at that time. Mm-hmm. They could have. They could have. It's too late now, but they could have. But I said with yeah, Martin Lawrence and his stand up, I go with Martin Lawrence and his stand up. I go back to his um, Death Comedy Jam when Flavor Flay was in the audience and Flavor Flay was trying to heckle him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, when them two, Flay, them two guys, yeah, yeah, he said that. You can't, yo, yo, listen, yo, because yo, at the end of the day, you know, Flavor Flay, you know, really, yo, you don't mess with me, man, because at the at the end of the day, when the with the roast in the house, when you cut the lights on, they be like, look at Flavor, like, yo, daddy. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that, yeah, 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 Eddie, yeah, yo, Martin. Yo, he Martin. said, yo, Flav, you can't mess with me, man. You can't mess with me. And he just, you know, or, or the chick with the boots. Yep. And, you know, the chick with the boots on the stage, you know, you know, the boots don't match the jeans and you think you're looking jeans fly. Don't match. And, he, <laughs> and he's cutting her and you like, said, it's not written. You know, it's yeah. something he was behind stage, like, you know, one comment was on and he's just going around the audience. And, that, and that's what I love about standard comedians. That, that you know that don't have this stuff written, they'll go around an audience and just um just go in like and you know big up to my man Kenny Williams, who's in Iron Man Thieves as well as um Bottom Bitch, but um he's another one. And when I see Kenny Williams, I tell Kenny Williams all the time, you listen, Kenny, I'm not messing with you today. I'm not, cause we be on set and he'll say something and I just bust out laughing and just like I want just like I want to show with you guys. We just keep it real, and we just shooting the shot, and not nothing scripted. And Kenny Williams is good; he'll take something. And we gotta get. I spoke to Mike Bell too. Um, yep. He said we gotta get back. To, we gotta get in with the schedule. Their type of individual, and Mike Bell is not a comedian, but he'll take something. No, he'll, 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 say, he'll, he'll, he'll throw he'll throw in a punchline, and he'll make it a punchline. A good, a good three four minutes, and just go in. You know, so I say Kenny Williams is another one. That's right. Every time I see Kenny, I like to take to Kenny. Kenny, listen, I'm not yeah. effing with you today. I'm not. We're here to do some work. We're here to do some filming. I'm not effing with you today. I'm not. Word. And, and it ended up happening anyway. It ended up happening anyway. And he has everybody he has everybody cracking out. And that's what I love about stand-up community, that improv, that do that spontaneous comedy, not that written stuff. So. <laughs> Ren yep. and Ten. The whole is Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm next in line. <laughs> Oh boy! I mean, you know, that was a classic. That was a classic dumb, <laughs> dumb song. But that, I mean, Brown Sugar. Shout out, shout out, shout out to you know for them doing that movie, Brown Sugar, because that was one of my favorites at that time when it came out. Because it yeah, came out man. when 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 hip hop was like still at its great point and 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 not at its great point. You know what I'm saying? 
And it showed you what yeah. nowadays is going to be, and exactly that's what it is. Like, yeah, like, can you believe this crap? Can you can you see this crap right now? that's going on. You know what I mean? And you know, like, like what I love about it, man, is I, I love about it because when when you two brothers get on the show with me, man, you know, y'all hold it down, and and, and y'all pick up on the subjects. As I throw them out there, you know what I'm saying? That's our own improv mm-hmm. on the TV cafe. And we do this every week. Every week. You know what I'm saying? And when people ask me, like, yo, Vic, how can you do that for two hours? And I'm like, yo, that's just me. Like, anywhere you meet me or you see me, if I'm at the cigar lounge, if I'm here, I'm this is how I am every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? It's yes, always an improv. I'm right. I'm right on point with it. Like I'll sit there at the, the, the lounge. We'll crack jokes. or I'll freestyle or do whatever. But people will be like, "Yo, Vic, you you really like this all the time?" And I'm like, "Yeah." You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so that's what I love about my two brothers on this show. You know what I'm saying? And, and and Gabe as well, because we all feed off of each other and give like a live direct yes, show. Mm-hmm. Gabe, we you know my brothers, man. Yo, I got I got to share this, you know, because um I just got this email and the phone call that came in. That's why I got on the phone. I apologize, but um no 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 you good, you, know, you, good. Movie, you know um one of my brothers Wayne Powell he just lost one of his best friends closest friends shout out to me Wayne Powell don't since so you lost my brother but he know I'm in the film industry yeah. you know so he saw this on the internet and he just sent it to me he said yo bro and that's why I listened to the voicemail he said this came from the governor's office of motion picture and television development he said something he said bro. You need to read this. And he said, thank you for registering. So I guess he registered me already. So he said, thank you for registering for post-production New York, the making of Barbie Land. And it's from the governor's office of motion picture and television development. So you got people out there that's helping me do what I got to do. Just like you said earlier with special ed, he didn't go to anybody mm-hmm. to help him maintain his level of success. He didn't go to anybody. You got to go to people that's going to help you get to where you want to go. You know, like you brother got me out here with the movies and the, and the music and introduce. Oh, what's up with the what's up with the truth? What's up with truth? How she's doing? She's doing she good. I spoke to her, I spoke to the I spoke to the other day. She's working on finishing up the album. Okay. Um. So I'm real proud of her. She was like, "Yo, Vic, let me just finish up the album first. And she's like, "I'll get right back with you because she wants to be on the show again, mm-hmm. and she wants all of them to be on the show again. But she says she wanted to knock out the album. So I was like, "Yo, do your thing. No doubt. As soon as the no album's doubt. done." All right, she'll get with me. I love that. Yes, I got to reach out there. I got a number, but shout out to Rich Lorenz. He's home. You know, he's he's still in recovery, but he's home. So shout out to Rich Lorenz. Shout out to Rich Lorenz. Yeah, so yeah. But this is what we yo on the TV Cafe show. Like I said, this is not scripted. You know, I say it every show. You know, this is not Memorex, but those this is not TDK. This unscripted. This is what we do. Just like my nephew um, Vic said, this is what we do every Thursday. And people are like, yo, what do y'all talk about for two hours? Listen, we talk about any and everything. And nothing just Yeah, man, we break it down, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nothing repetitive. Nothing repetitive. I mean, we might hawk, we might bring back a topic that was brought on a previous show, but we don't redo shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes like, sense. Like that basketball player that y'all was getting up on about the bad movie he had. Oh, the wrong with house party. The house party. That's trash. That's trash. Wrong uh, the court. You do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to the court, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, stick, stick, stick with the foundation of the court. Because I mean, keep doing your, hey, so keep, keep doing your toenail commercials. I mean, to- what is it? What is it? Toenail or to- toenail? What is it? Dallas huh? recently lost. Who? Who? Cowboys recently lost. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> to the Cardinals. <laughs> to the Cardinals, really, yeah. really. I mean, what's the name said it best when he when he was cracking jokes when they went when as soon as they lost. He said they ain't even beat by Eagle, they got beat by a Cardinal. And oh, Steven like Smith. Didn't the Lions win you know what Kentucky? Because the Cardinal ain't hurt nothing but a tree. Yeah. And yo, know, y'all supposed to be a cowboy. Y'all supposed to be knocking people over, running things. You're supposed to be America's team. <laughs> you can be by you can you can be by a, a bird. Not yeah. even a threatening bird. <laughs> not even a bird that's threatening. Not a not a life threatening bird. Just something that looks cute. But I mean, you know, I'm gonna yo, I'm gonna stop, man. I'm gonna stop. Dak da- 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 be throwing <laughs> interceptions when it's when it's, when it's when it's time needed. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. you know, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, honestly, here's what it is. And I'm gonna speak the truth on it. I know I know some people are cowboy fans, but I'm gonna I'm gonna break out the truth. They'll win two games, three games, and then automatically think they they Super Bowl win winning championship. It's been yeah. 29 years since. Let's keep it real, let's keep it honest. You know what I'm saying? I'm not dissing, I'm just speaking facts. You know what I'm saying? And then every time when they talk about winning the Super Bowl, it's over. 20 plus years ago. Yeah. But when they win the games, they all hype. They talk all the trash they want. But soon as they see they ain't going to the Super Bowl, it's a total different talk. You don't even hear him. You don't even hear him speak. You don't even hear America's favorite team. And they start pointing fingers. And they start pointing fingers at everybody else. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? I love, I love my boy. You know what I'm saying? He 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 a Dallas Cowboy fan. My boy figures a Dallas Cowboy fan that run the board for us. But I'm just saying, I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we ain't here to get in on this. But the thing is, Gabe and Cowboy he fans. <laughs> Dude, Cowboy we talking about LeBron now. When Gabe want to get on the call, really? Word. But I'm just saying, <laughs> Dallas Cowboy fans. Like I said. Now, when they when they beat teams that are weak, it's the big the big talk. But then when it's teams that they ain't re- they got competition and they get beat, it's a whole different talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, your nephew. Okay, I get that. But once again, comp- the Cardinals is competition, and you lose. Cardinals ain't no competition. I mean, it was for the Cowboys. Like- <laughs> Obviously, it was for the Cowboys. They showed the Cowboys like, "Yo, y'all not winning this one. Y'all taking the L." You know what yeah, I'm saying? Obviously. Like, I mean, I don't even call them Cowboys. I call them the Cowgirls. I'm just gonna call it what it is. I'd rather watch their cheerleading squad versus watching the game. But I'm going oh. back to win and notice your Michael Irvin. I'm glad you. I'm glad you cleaned yourself up. I'm proud of you, my brother. When they the cowboy, they used to go on the Dallas coat boards because they was all on that yayo. Yeah, it was all riding. That, you know, them cowboys was really riding that white horse. So, I mean, yo, let's keep it real. They was even catching the paint at the thirty yard line, like. But I'm just yeah, saying. You know what I'm saying? But but, you know, but when they but, say yo, if you want to ride the white horse, 
played for the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, I'm yo yo. Ari, I'm gonna stop, man. He, gonna he's stop. speaking truth. He's speaking truth, though. He's speaking facts. He's speaking yo, facts. Yo, but I'm just saying. Oh, oh I'm boy. Gonna stop, man. I'm gonna stop. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just speaking facts. I mean, <laughs> it's no like I said. It's no hate. It's just facts that we're speaking. It's it's just true. Yeah. In the words of the Exorcist, you like rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. You want to rub that? You want to rub that joint in like you about to rub lotion on a girl's back? You gonna rub that joint all the way in? You, you like just gonna talk old. about it? Hey, no. Demi, Demi, why'd you have to leave me, Demi? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, when, when, okay, when, when the Cowboys, when the cow, see, I had to do this a couple weeks ago, a couple weekends ago when we was at the Giants Stadium for the HBCU. We had a couple Cowboy fans there, and I talked yeah. the real truth and the real trash. And they had to do nothing but respect it, but I was like, how are you from New York and you a Cowboy fan? They, I was like, that's so disrespectful on every level. I was like, take your ass to Dallas. Oh, I don't want to go to Dallas, but I'm like, but you a fan? But now, no, not nephew, I'm sorry, and I really, really can't be talking because I'm a Carolina Panther fan. <laughs> I'm a Carolina Panther fan. I've been a Carolina Panther fan since they came in the league in 1996 when they drafted um yeah. um um when they drafted um um Kerry Collins out of Penn State. I yes, mean, yo. But the thing is, Cowboy fans, and this is how most Cowboy fans are. When they win, they wear the jerseys. When they lose, the jerseys come off. Yes. And some of them get burned. And, they, and, they, and then and then when they and then, then, then sometimes they get mad and they get quiet. It sounds like a ghost town. <laughs> yep, you know what I'm saying, but but the thing is, if you're a real fan, you talk your trash no matter what you win. Yeah, no or doubt, lose. I say, yo, I'm a Carolina Panther. But fan. when they I'm lose, they, yo, all, when I when when they lose, it gets real silent real quick. Yeah, you know I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. Fan. I'm a Carolina Panther fan. I admit it. You know, at least we ain't doing nothing this year, and we ain't we ain't done nothing in a while. But um, I'm still a fan. Yeah, but think about it. When you talk to a cowboy fan, what's the first thing they say? Yo, we had the we had the uh ninety five, ninety six championship. How long ago was that? Yeah. And then you got fans yo. that ain't been born. You had fans that ain't even been born yet when they won the last time. So it's like, yo, tone it down a little bit. Don't don't sound too good. Don't look too good. But like I said, hey, you got away with your words. Yes, I because yeah. I'm real. I keep one hundred. Okay, I'm gonna keep it real. You. Yeah, I'm gonna keep uh, it real. You know, they because they, they don't care. You're a Panther fan, yo, but you from New York. I say, okay, and you know, hey, and I talk, I talk with one of my Cowboy boys, fans. twins. You know, he's a Panther fan. Dallas, I mean, he's a he's a Cowboy fan. We talk all we talk trash all the time. Hey, the Dallas Cowboy fans is like a whole nother game, surpassing Bloods and Crips by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Say so what you're no, talking you know about, what Cowboy about, fans. You know, for, you, know, you, know you know, what I love about Cowboy fans. What's what's really going on? What y'all talking about the Cowboys for? Put y'all teams out there, Kev. He, he's, this is the, I know. Hold up, talk about this. Is how I knew I would get y'all behind a speaker on a radio show if I started talking about the cowgirls. But you've been talking about the Cowboys for a minute now. You weren't just talking sports or stats. You really <laughs> just talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like you ain't saying nothing to me. So I was like, yo, what's your, if I what's say something what's about the team? Cowboys for a hot minute, he gonna get on, he gonna get on air. Big Vic, yes, what, everybody, this is my boy Vic. Big Vic, what, what, Big what's Vic, your you, team? You hear what I said about the Cowboys, right? Big Vic, you got a team? <laughs> yes, I have a team. Well, who's your team? And I talk, and I talk trash, win or lose. My team is the Giants, but I talk trash, win or lose. <laughs> you can laugh at it, but look right. at it. I'm your cutting my mic. I'm cutting my mic back off now. I'm cutting my mic back off now. <laughs> yeah, 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 but think about it. Think about it. 
The last time y'all won the championship was when? Gonna ride the white horse. That's what I figured. Cowboy. Like I said, that's how cow. That's how that's how cowboy white fans do. Y'all. See, they get quiet real quick when the truth comes when out. The, when, when was the last time the Giants won one? Twenty twelve. Yeah, when all the when all the rules unchanged, right? When it, when it when it's new like school said, football. Twenty twelve. When it's new school football. When the Cowboys won. Back oh, when it was man. real raw football. Now you got all these rules. You can't touch. You can't tackle people certain ways, and you got to be solid. Yeah, but I hold up. The way, they play, the way the football game is played now, I can play. And I'm 60-something. They changed a lot of rules. They started, hold on. They started changing the rules when the Cowboys would do shit to cheat. That's when they started switching all the rules. No, I think that was the let's Patriots. Call facts or facts. That was the Patriots that was either, cheating. Is that the Cowboys or the Saints? I'm the pretty Saints sure he means the Patriots. Right, I'm Big Vic? Yep. So if you want to call Saints. facts or facts... They started changing up a lot of rules for the Cowboys. Cowboy, what? No, no that's right. They Cowboys didn't have cheaters. We just had drug users. Y'all had drug users. Yeah, we had the cokeheads and the, the weed heads. You, you had the cokeheads, yeah. the weed heads, the felons. You you had you had you had one you would you you have one to tie up his shirt on the court and then get caught at the crack house. <laughs> yeah, that's what we had, but that's not cheating. <laughs> that's why I used to call him a Dallas football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Extracurricular like, activity. Like, like I said, when I, like I said, I don't speak truth. I'm not saying they're making up lies. It's actually the truth for that I'm speaking. <laughs> yo, 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 nephew, that was kind of cold. You said, yo, the Dallas Cowboys back in the day, man, they would try to sniff the white lines. They would try to... They, they would be like, yo, coach, hold on, coach. The 30-yard line, we on it. As soon as I get tackled, they try to sniff that white line. <laughs> They was in denial. Yo, coach, can I get a time out real quick? I just got to. All right, coach. Yeah, we we back in the game, coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Hey, hey, I'm waiting to see the responses in the chat part on this part. Oh, oh, I, yo, I, yo, yeah, nephew, you got to get a, you got to get with updated with with the comments. Yes, man, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. You know what I'm saying? You gonna have a lot of people. You gonna have a lot of people like yo, Vic. I hate you. Yeah, yo, Vic, but Vic speaking the truth. It ain't like Vic making up lies. It's speaking the truth. He said, I hate you, you mother F New York. <laughs> but, but, like man, I said. You bring me at the ratchet hour, man, because there's some stuff I want to say. I got to get off my chest. Oh, yes. We definitely get, we get, we definitely going to get that in. You know what I'm saying? We definitely getting that back. You know what I mean? Yo, nephew, I'm talking about the comments. They always bring up old stuff. Let's talk about the now. Stop bringing up old stuff. I want to get off my chest. You got to bring me at the ratchet hour because y'all hurting. Y'all talking about my Cowboys hard body. Y'all got to bring me at the ratchet hour because I can't say what I want to say. Because it's fishbowl radio, we got to bring back the ratchet oh, out. Yeah, There's some yeah, yeah. that's how we get off my chest. <laughs> yes, but go ahead, but go ahead, Vic. What, what was you saying, Vic? I'm saying anytime we get into that argument or that discussion, they always want to bring up old stuff. Let's talk about the now. We want to bring up old stuff. How many was the last time you always bring up old stuff? No, let's talk about the new. Let's talk about the recently up to date stuff. How many championships you won? But Big Vic, you want to bring up some new stuff? Y'all got beat by the Cardinals. Not even a bird that's threatening. A bird that yeah, just that, 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 hey, yeah, we, 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 there's a difference. The Eagles, we we okay, lost okay, to the Cardinals. Right. We didn't hey, get up, beat by up, the Cardinals. Giants got beat. Let's, let's talk facts. They like to talk when they win against teams that's kind of weak. We talk when they lose, but we let the haters do the talking when we nah, win. Or when, or when, we, when, when we lose, when we lose then that's when the haters do the talking. And say goodnight. But ain't got nothing to say when we win. I still say stuff when you win. I'm, I don't I'm care. Like, Cowboys, Cowboys where, is like, yo. <laughs> where were you at on that September 11th day when New York got rolled on? 
Like I said, the only thing you talk about is when, but you got beat by a cardinal. So I'll no, take no, no, that no. loss. We lost to the Cardinals. We didn't get beat. I'll take that loss. I'll take that loss. But when y'all play against hard teams, guess what? It ain't gonna be like that. Matter of fact, do you see yourself making it to the Super Bowl this year? I see I'm talking about now. I ain't talking about thirty year. years ago. I'm talking about now. Every year. Y'all say that every year. That's, what that's happens? The don't that's everybody the say it every year? This is our year. Don't what everybody happens? say that? If what you happens? a real fan what of your team, don't you year? say that? What happens every year? You think everybody's going to make it to the Super Bowl? No. Like I said. Exactly. You you're going to you're rep your team regardless. Carolina, we ain't won a game yet. I'm still Again. saying we going to make it to the championship. I say that when my team is there. You know what I'm saying? I'll cheer them on, but I'm not going to overhype it and be like, yo, we're going to the Super Bowl. No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of speak, speak it into speak existence, though. Facts. You gotta you speak, you gotta speak, speak, speak you gotta speak it into existence. Sometimes, you yeah, know, you I'm gotta, you gotta really try to push for it. You know? Yeah. Like I said, I, I want for the Carolina last thirty something years, a lot every every as soon as they win two, three games, yo, we go into the and then when it gets to that time, y'all get real, real dragged and real depressed. And that's Cowboy fans. And like I said, that's expected. I mean, that, that kind of makes you a fan, too, you though. You got to look at it. You got to look at you it and, re- and realistically. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're going to have some wins. You're going to have some losers, too. But Cowboy fans overdo it. And then when they lose, it's like, break out the violin, y'all. Matter of fact, let's sing the worst depressing Prince song. And that's, and that's what they go for. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> 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 yeah, I just all I can do is laugh. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? But Vic, you know I still got love for you as my boy. But you know, come on, let's be honest about it. Let's let's keep it real. Let's keep it one, honey. He charged his bike off. Oh my god! See what I'm saying, y'all? <laughs> See what I'm saying, y'all? <laughs> wow. Wow, that's yeah, yeah. I keep it yeah, I, just try, to, I, I try to keep like, the conversation yo, to a minimum to to, the, to those that don't even you know what I'm saying it's irrelevant you know what I'm saying like you in last place right now I don't yo first of all look I'll still root for my team even though they last place but the thing is Cowboys they're gonna have some time when they don't have Jerry Jones let's just be realistic now that, that I will agree with you on Jerry Jones gotta go Okay, so as long as y'all got him and y'all buying extra gyms and y'all buying extra this and extra that. It's you see, no that's sport. what it is. They know Cowboys got that money, so people quick to go to the team to make that money. But as soon as they got that money, they go where they want to go. Now, Look at Zeke. I'm going to be honest. Ezekiel is like, yo, it's time to leave because he, he actually wants a championship. He's like, yo, I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of, you know what I'm saying? Ezekiel's like, yo, I want to get on a team that's actually going to win the ship. But as but long as – Yeah, New England, no. yeah, they – You know what I'm saying? And now, honestly, honestly, you know what I'm saying? You, going, you, you, got a lot of, you got a lot of kicks and you got a lot of wins and you got a lot of losses that's getting ready to happen. Football season is never determined of, you know what I'm saying, you're going to have a lot of people that's good. You're going to have a lot of people that's going to be upset. It's just, it's just the facts of football. You know what I'm saying? It's just the human nature of football. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep it real. You got to keep it to a minimum of keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? And yes, everybody's going to want their team to win. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Everybody's going to want 
you know, everybody's going to want their team to go to the Super Bowl. But I'm going to still crack my jokes along the way because I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Whether win or lose, I'm going to still talk my trash. That's just Vic's move. That's how he is. And that's he's going to be every day, all day. And Vic, I'm glad you got on the mic, man, because I was waiting for you to get on the mic. You know what I'm saying? But we had to call you out to bring you on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's all we had to do. So with, with Vic, Big Vic, it's the Cowboys. And with Gabe, it's the, the LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh, LeBron we do this. Which one? Exactly. We, we do this. We got to yeah, close, close the show. We got six minutes. Another two hours, right. man. Another let, two let, hours. Let's, all right, all right. We, we, we did the two hours. Right now, we're going to end the show with the Cowboys and the Cardinals song, song definition. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put it up here. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I still got love for you. I still got love for you, though. Know? You know what I'm no saying? Doubt, but, no doubt. No doubt. But, uh, yo, we love doing this show every week. Like I said, we talk about some real stuff, talk about some real topics. You know what I'm saying? Cowboys, fans, you know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking truth. If y'all get mad, hate it or love it, Vic Smooth is going to be Vic Smooth no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? It's the hip-hop show. We keep the bottom line. We keep doing the damn thing. And we keep building together, y'all, because we are hip-hop nation. And we do it. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And everybody's going to have a matter and different opinions on it. You know what I'm saying? So... Like I said, I like laughing. I like joking. I love talking trash. That's just me 100 every single day. You know what I'm saying? I woke up like this, all day like this, and then I'm going to go to sleep and be just like this. So, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no change. So, just to let y'all know, we keeping it 100. You know what I'm saying? We always keep it live and direct. I thank all the fans. I love all the viewers. Love all the watchers, man. Keep rocking with us, man. And we're going to keep rocking with y'all. We're going to keep doing the damn thing no matter what we do. It's and it's much love for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So you can reach me at VicSmooth7 on Instagram or the TV Cafe show page. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do, y'all. This is the live direct hip-hop station. And we always make that creativity. You see what I'm saying? We always create. We don't never give up. We always keep it. and ain't no stopping us. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to keep the paths along the way and for the longevity, y'all. So, yo, my crew members, let them know how they can get in contact with y'all. Yeah, hit me up uh, on IG, Instagram, y'all. Uh, A-R-Y-E-H-187. And you can also hit me up on TV Cafe. Killer Cam, take it out. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, once again, this is your boy, the movie producer, Cog, this awesome machine that I'm glad to be a part of a year and a month. Once again, thank you for the inclusion. Um, the original Waterbed, KB Kev. Hit me up on TV Cafe show. You hit me up on IG, as in... Um, at X as an X-ray X count ninety seven X is an X-ray C O U N T ninety seven, and um, I say it all the time. You know what? Life's not a video game. There's mm -hmm. no reset button. Let's stop the violence. And, no for, all doubt, young, no and for all you young artists, you know, I got to add this one because we talked about it a lot today. All those artists, be it music, movies, life itself. How bad do you want to succeed in whatever your desire happens to be? How bad do you want that W and that C are two of the strongest letters in life because that want that W want activates that creative side of your brain that C can't shut down the creative side of the brain. How bad do you want to succeed at whatever your desire is? My brothers. No doubt. So yep. 
We see y'all next week, y'all. Let me keep rocking with the bangers. You know what I'm saying? And we definitely going to get it going and keep it going. Vic, mad love to you out over there. I know you looking at the boys right now like, yo, I can't stand you, Vic. But, yo, we, I still got love for <laughs> He's like, yo, listen, I can't stand none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we just missing Gabe because Gabe, we, 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 I, I mess with Gabe and House Party. I mess with Gabe. You know, and like, the Tonell commercial. Tono, Tonell, whatever yeah. the song, whatever it is. To all yeah. the yeah. $100 billers. <laughs> For real, who ain't got no feelings, feelings